Chapter Eighteen of the Adventures of Joel Pepper. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rachel. The Adventures of Joel Pepper by Margaret Sidney. Chapter Eighteen in the Little Brown House. The delights of that day at Strawberry Hill never died out of remembrance as Joel and David went over it constantly so that the whole pepper family soon felt that they had been of the company in the stage-coach along with mr tisbett only when once the story was told of the trouble with jim as it was by david mrs pepper decided that that should never be referred to again but her black eyes glowed when little david proudly related how joel had stopped the beating that jim's father was giving him although the account was much delayed davy was in such a tremble but the dinner the two boys couldn't tell enough times to suit themselves or their audience about that wonderful meal how did it taste asked polly as joel finished the description of mrs green's raspberry shortcake and smacked his lips over it just like all the best things you ever tasted in your whole life polly pepper he answered and the juice ran out all over it and there was sugar on top oh joel cried polly incredulously not sugar on top and inside too and she paused to think how such a fine shortcake could taste yes there was said joel lots and lots of sugar polly pepper was all sprinkled on top wasn't it dave yes said little davy and his mouth watered as he thought of it and sugar inside was it sweet persisted polly still standing quite still as sweet as anything declared joel positively and bobbing his stubby black head you can't think what a shortcake that was polly if you try ever so hard mamsie cried polly suddenly do you suppose we'll ever have one do you maybe said mrs pepper not looking into the brown eyes but keeping her own bent on her work but i wouldn't think of it polly if i were you things don't happen if you sit down and fold your hands and watch for em well i don't believe it will ever happen that we do get a shortcake any more than we had a chicken pie said polly turning away with a sigh why you had your chicken pie polly cried joel only twas a goose old gray goose said polly scornfully it was trimmed with a posy though and that was nice wasn't it mummy brightening up yes indeed cried mrs pepper cheerily and you baked it so good polly so it was baked good said polly all her good humour returning and it did not make so much matter did it mamsie that he was tough <laughs> no indeed said mrs pepper laughing he lasted all the longer you know polly mean old gray goose exclaimed joel at the remembrance he most broke my teeth trying to eat him do you remember joe how you teased for the drumstick laughed polly you soon put it down in your plate didn't you yes said joel bobbing his head i remember polly i couldn't bite a single thing off mean old goose he looked nice said little davy thoughtfully he was so brown and there were polly's flowers on top of him yes said polly those were nice children well perhaps we'll get a really and truly chicken pie some time and if the old stove would behave and not have these dreadful holes coming all the time where the putty tumbles out it would be perfectly splendid now cried polly running up to the stove and shaking her brown head at it you've got to do your very best if you don't i'm sure i shall just give up will you cry polly asked phronsie creeping up behind her yes maybe said polly recklessly yes i really think i shall have to cry phronsie if that old stove lets the putty bend 
put in last week tumble out again. Then it mustn't, Polly, said Phronsie very decidedly. Let the, what is it, Ben, put in? The putty, child, said Polly. It mustn't let the putty tumble out, said Phronsie. Then she ran up to the stove and laid her little face up against its cold black surface, for on summer afternoons there was never any fire in it. You mustn't be naughty, old stove, she said, for then Polly would cry. Oh, Phronsie, cried Polly, you've smutted your face and blacked up your nice clean dress, and she pulled her back in dismay. Oh, dear, whimpered Phronsie in distress, as she looked down at the long black streak across her pink calico gown. I didn't mean to, Polly, truly I didn't. Never mind, said Mrs. Pepper, looking across the kitchen. Mother'll wash it out for you by and by. Put on another one, Polly. Let me wash it, Mammy, begged Polly, carrying Phronsie off to wash her face and get her into another gown. No, you'll only spread it more, for you don't know how, Polly, answered Mother Pepper. So Polly, feeling as if there were a great many things she must grow up and learn, hurried off with Phronsie into the bedroom. And then it was that Joel suddenly thought of the circus he meant to have whenever the time came ready. "'Come on out to the woodpile, Dave,' he said, "'and let's talk it over.' It was a good two hours after when Joel and David clambered down from the woodpile and ran into the house. "'Joel,' said Mother Pepper, "'you forgot to fill up the wood-box. See, it's nearly empty.' "'It's always empty,' Joel began, his head nearly bursting with big plans for his circus. "'Joel,' said Mrs. Pepper sternly, "'don't let me ever hear you fret at your work again. Go straight out and bring in the kindlings.' "'And I'm going to help, too,' cried David, skipping after. So it wasn't very long before the two boys had brought in two good baskets full of kindlings, which just filled the wood box behind the stove. "'I'm glad it's done,' remarked Joel with great satisfaction, knocking off the little splinters sticking to his fingers. "'People are always glad when their work is finished,' said Mrs. Pepper, breaking off a fresh needleful of thread. "'Shall you be glad, Mamsie?' suddenly asked Joel, who never could get over the idea that it was a perfect delight to his mother to sit and sew. "'Of course she will,' cried Polly, unguardedly. "'Mamsie's tired to death sewing and working all the time.' Little David's face grew very long, and he turned away, hoping no one would see him cry. Joel burst into a loud fit of sobbing. "'I think it's too bad,' he blubbered, covering his face with his arm, "'that Mamsie has to sew and work all the time.' "'Now you see, Polly,' said Mrs. Pepper, putting aside her work and drawing Joel on her lap, "'what mischief a few words can do. "'There, there, Joel, don't cry,' and she patted his black hair. "'Mother's glad to work for her children, and she gets rested when they're good.' But Joel sobbed on, and she had to repeat it many times before he would wipe his tears and be comforted. Little Davy drew near silently to hear what she said. Phronsie in the bedroom saw Joel in Mamsie's lap, and Davy hanging over her chair, and she pattered across the kitchen floor. "'Take me, too, do, Mamsie,' holding out her arms. "'So Mamsie will,' cried Mrs. Pepper heartily, and drawing her up to sit next to Joel on her lap. When little Davy saw that, "'I wish there was room,' he said softly, "'to hold me, too, Mamsie.' "'Well, there is,' said Mother Pepper, opening her arms, "'and for Polly, too,' for she saw Polly's head drooping from her reproof. "'Oh, Mamsie!' cried Polly, running over to her, to get within the good arms, though she couldn't sit on her lap, of course, as there were three little peppers there already. "'I'm sorry I spoke, but I didn't think.' 
didn't think makes most all of the trouble in this world said mrs pepper gravely so see to it that next time you don't have to make that excuse polly child and she dropped a kiss on polly's red cheek it's just this way children she went on smiling on all the bunch mother is really glad to work and every stitch she puts in she keeps thinking now that's for ben and polly and joel and david and phronsie mother pepper's black eyes went lovingly around on all the faces so near her own and i keep looking ahead too to the time when the little brown house people are going out into the world and-oh we aren't ever going out into the world mammy declared polly in alarm we are going to stay in the little brown house forever and ever forever and ever echoed phronsie folding her hands tightly together while the two boys vociferously protested that nothing should ever drive them out of the little brown house no not even to live over in strawberry hill with nice mrs green well anyway we must all live and grow up so that the little brown house won't be ashamed of us said mrs pepper and that's what mother is working for so don't let me hear any more crying about it now remember all of you with that she opened her arms wide again now scamper off she said with a bright smile and she picked up her sewing and sent her needle cheerily in and out once more that evening after the supper things were all cleared away joel began by drawing davy off in a corner to whisper mysteriously let him alone polly said ben in a low voice joel tell of his own accord pretty soon and sure enough it wasn't ten minutes mother pepper had gone into the bedroom to tuck phronsie away for the night when joel said triumphantly we know something dave and me and we won't tell what it is all right said ben coolly polly i guess i'll need mamsie's washboard i shan't have another chance so good this week i wish you would benzie said polly well pleased for polly dearly loved everything kept mended up and shipshape as mrs pepper used to say i'll spread the paper down so you don't get any mess on the floor so she ran to the pile of old weekly newspapers her mother always saved when any of the Badgertown people sent her a copy, as they did once in a while, and flopping one open she soon had a paper carpet, as she said merrily, on the floor, and Ben, coming out from the woodshed with the washboard in his hand, together with the hammer and nails, the kitchen began to hum with the noise. "'Yes,' said Joel loudly, "'we do. We know something real fine, Dave and I. Don't we, Dave?' with a nip on Davy's little arm. "'Ow!' said Davy that's so assented ben coolly yes and we aren't going to tell either said joel not a single word so there ben then he began to whisper as fast as he could to david you'll tell yourself joe without anybody's asking said ben as joel began again with it's perfectly splendid ben pepper and oh polly you don't know what we do does she dave polly and i will know pretty soon added ben no you won't either contradicted joel we aren't ever in all this world going to tell of the circus I'm going to— There! shouted Ben, throwing down the hammer. You've told it, Joe, just the same as I knew you would. Ha, ha! Don't, Ben, begged Polly. It teases Joel. Well, we don't know what kind of a circus you're going to have, Joey, she said kindly, so we'll be just as much surprised when we see it. Will you? cried Joel. Well, then, Polly, I'd rather tell you the whole, if you'll be surprised when you see all the animals. I guess you will, said Ben in a low voice. There's no danger in promising that. I truly will, Joey, promised Polly. Do be still, Ben. Well, to begin with, Polly, there's going to be a road o What's that you told us about in your story of the circus? Ho, 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 laughed Ben, busily at work over the washboard. There's your rhododendron, Polly. I thought Joel wouldn't forget to have one in his circus. 
"'Go on, Joel,' said Polly, with a cold shoulder for Ben. "'Now I know your circus is going to be perfectly elegant,' she cried enthusiastically, running over to their corner. "'Do tell us about it, Joel.' Joel vastly complimented that Polly took such an interest in his plan. Now began lustily to set it forth, and little Davy piped in whenever there was a chance for a word, which wasn't often. And finally Ben said, "'I guess I'll move my washboard and the paper carpet up there with you all,' and Polly said, "'Oh, do, Ben.' And presently they were all so very jolly, Ben deciding not to say any more of Polly's rooted engine, that none of them knew when Mother Pepper said above their heads, "'I thought you didn't know twas five minutes past your bedtime, Joel and David,' pointing to the clock. End of chapter 18